0: More What's going on? What's going on? I'm back <laughs> I know it's been a long, long, long 12 months But Ray Rich is back <laughs> Well, if you don't know, you are tuned in to the King's Corner Podcast Whether you listen to this on Apple Podcasts Whether you listen to this on Spotify Whether you listen to this on Amazon Podcasts Whether you listen to this on Google Play Whether you listen to this on AHA Radio Or whether you're watching me right now on Facebook Live Before this is even posted to a podcast streaming website Y'all, this is your host, King Ray Rich (laughs) And y'all know I'm in this bitch So, let me just say I have not recorded an episode of my podcast Since January maybe Maybe January I'm not I'm not completely accurate on that statement But I want to say it's been since January But Nonetheless y'all uh, It has been a very 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 long year And I feel like with us Closing out the new year And us entering into the holiday season I feel like I owed you know My listeners an episode I owed the people an episode And I just had to let everybody know Do y'all hear that sound? Hold on y'all Y'all this these folks outside Blowing leaves <laughs> I'm looking I'm like What is that sound I hear? What is that Do y'all hear these folks right outside my window But y'all ain't blown shit In about two weeks It's leaves all over the damn ground This shit is ghetto And I mean, y'all, they right outside my damn window with this shit. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Okay, they gone, y'all. So look, let's go ahead and have some conversation. Let's get to talking. If you're watching right now on Facebook Live, leave me something in the comments. Leave a comment. Share, y'all. Like. Give me some hearts. You know, let's get these views up. I don't even know what's going on. On the Facebook end, I have to look on my phone because I am not sure. Oh, y'all, my best friends on here. Let me put in her comment. Hey, friend, how you doing? How you doing? It's so good to be here. (laughs) It's so good to be here. So, y'all, so let me talk about what I really got on here to talk about. Y'all, I wanted to give y'all a life update. Let y'all know what's been going on in my world, in my arena from January to December And before I start on that, let me first and foremost Wish you all a happy holidays, a merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa I don't know spiritually what you're celebrating But as for me and my house, we celebrate Christmas And you know y'all, after that Proud Family episode of Kwanzaa I rewatched it on Disney Plus a few months ago And it almost makes me want to celebrate Kwanzaa Do you know these people get gifts every day for what? A span of a week, maybe, maybe two weeks. Uh somebody in the comments correct me if I'm wrong. But I think I might want to start celebrating Kwanzaa. The only thing that's gonna piss me off is buying people gifts, but you know, the receiving, I'm always down to receive. But I am a giver though. Don't don't get it twisted, don't don't get some things misconstrued. I've always been a giver, even though I do love to receive. But see, the thing is when you've given so much you get joy out of receiving just because you've given so much away that when it's finally your time to receive, it's like a, a great amount of joy that you get in receiving. So let me just say Merry Christmas y'all. And if I don't get a chance to tell you, or if I'm not drunk and, and sending messages out uh, early in the morning on new years, happy new year to you all as well. 2021 has been hell. And we're going to put a pause on that. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Excuse me. I'm not going to act like it's all been lilies, daisies, and roses. Because it has not. It has not. It has not been for me. It has not been that for my family. It has not been that for my friends. And y'all, let me just say, before I even get started on giving y'all a a update on my life. Just because it glitters... Does not mean that it's gold. And I say that in, I'm one of the type of people that I keep myself together in the public eye just because of how I was raised. Uh, My mother always taught me, you every, I always do things in decency and in order. And she also taught me that you don't have to look like what you're going through. If that makes complete sense. And I think I find it necessary to say that I'm a real person. Just like everybody else is. And even though I dress this shit up and I make this shit look good, I go through some of the same situations that y'all go through. I go through hard trials. I go through hard times. I have days where I don't know where my next meal coming from. I have days where I don't know how this getting paid, how that is getting paid, how this is, um, how this is going to come up, how these things are going to be construed in life. I go through the same things that y'all go through y'all, but, One thing about it is I keep a positive attitude. In the words of my father, your attitude determines your altitude. So if you keep a positive attitude, y'all, nothing that you're going through is going to be detrimental to what you have going on. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to start out with uh, New Year's. And some of these comments I had to get on my phone to see them. So if I'm missing your comment because it's not... Showing up on my live Bam, I just had to hit one button Okay, okay, y'all, okay I'm learning, I'm learning Let me get off my phone, okay So let, let me pin this comment Thank you, Jasmine I do appreciate that you have noticed That I did uh, have a few upgrades over here <laughs> And I'm sure this microphone sounds So much better than my old one My old one served this purpose And it served this purpose well And it's sitting right here in this closet Right where it needs to be In cases of emergency y'all That's what I mean by you gotta have a backup plan So Let me tell y'all about my year And I hope y'all don't mind me For those that are watching live I will be partaking on this live Because It's going to be a lot emotionally For me to regurgitate some things And for me to regurgitate them calmly And in a um, In a high spirited fashion Okay, so first and foremost, y'all, in the beginning of January, the patriarch of my family called COVID, y'all, and anyone who knows my family and knows our dynamic, y'all know Big Daddy does two things, well, three things. He works, he goes home, and does his little yard work in the house and all that stuff, and he fishes, y'all. That is my, I'm trying so hard, y'all. I'm trying so hard. Um. That was my grandfather. He was a strong man. Um. He was a righteous man. But above all those things, y'all, he was a loving man. That man loved his family. I, I don't even know how much more emphasis I can put on that. My My big daddy loved us. He loved all of us. To the point to the men in my family, those of us that haven't had the privilege of having uh, an active father figure in our life. Big Daddy was dead. Big Daddy taught me how to fish. Big Daddy taught me how to change a tire on my car. Big Daddy taught me how to, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Big Daddy taught me how to tie my tie. Big Daddy taught me how to cut the yard. Big Daddy taught me how to grill. Big Daddy talk, taught me how to fry fish, you know. These are small things, y'all, that it may sound like it's small, but when you have somebody who is that that premium father figure that teaches you how to be a man, and uh this is for me talking to the men. Ladies, I do understand your part, but I can't speak on your experiences. I'm not a woman, I'm a man. As a man, these are rites of passage that we experience from our fathers, and from my grandfathers, y'all. And the things that Big Daddy taught me, I could take those things. I'm sorry, y'all. I could take those things that he taught me for the rest of my life. Those things that he taught me were valuable. They were valuable, okay? Nothing that, that W.L. Taylor taught me didn't have value. Hold on, y'all. I'm going to show you uh my granddaddy's sauce. So, uh, my grandfather, he made his own barbecue sauce. And I ain't going to say it's world famous, but it's Memphis famous. He won an award for this barbecue sauce at the barbecue festival at Memphis in May, I want to say, in 2012. It actually says it's on his sauce bottle. So, he won first place at the barbecue uh, contest that's usually on the riverfront at Memphis in May in 2012, y'all and uh if any y'all want to get this sauce message me i will get you my grandmother's contact information you can message her on facebook and uh if y'all want some of this sauce this is some very very premium barbecue sauce okay y'all so for those of you watching on live uh y'all can see the picture of it uh for those of you that are listening on the podcast and app send me a message on my personal social medias so you can get some of this this is called wl sauce okay this is my grandfather. I don't know if y'all can see his picture on it. I'll, literally, y'all, always smiling, always laughing, always happy, y'all. This is my grandfather, W.L. Taylor. So, uh, message me, y'all. And I find I'll get y'all a way to get some of that sauce, y'all. It's good on ribs, chicken. I mean, whoo. You can put it on your baked beans. You can put it on on a steak. You know, there's some some premium barbecue sauce over there, y'all. So. That's his sauce So in January y'all The man in my family Excuse me That never gets sick Ever And I mean ever The family we could pass around Stomach viruses We could pass around flus We could pass around colds And I mean everybody From granny on down to me Would get sick But Big Daddy never ever got sick at all Oh lord I'm going to put a pause on that y'all yeah. I Y'all know we got to be a little ratchet sometimes <laughs> So y'all my grandfather never ever got sick. He wasn't a very sickly man. He was a healthy man. Big data worked twenty four seven. He's only had two jobs in his lifetime, y'all. He was a uh, in the U.S. Army, and he worked for Memphis Police Department. Okay, y'all. Big data worked for the City of Memphis Police Department for about forty six years, y'all. And I'm, I'm I'm gonna keep going with the beginning. I'm not gonna jump ahead. But let's just say Big Daddy is a, a very hard-working man. A very hard-working man. A very, very hard-working man, y'all. Big Daddy worked on holidays if he had to work doubles. And uh, my grandma made the joke that he only love you if he take off work for you. Because um, ironically, when my brother and uh my sister-in-law got married, Granny was hating because Big Daddy took off because he sung at their wedding. And Granny was like, Oh, he must really love you because he don't take off work for me. (laughs) I mean, granny was toasty tender, but that's that's the type of man he was. He was a provider, y'all. When I say he was a provider, any type of man that I want to be, it's him. My grandmother owns a, a home business, but she owns her own business by choice. In a sense, granny really didn't have to work if she didn't want to because, That's the type of man Big Daddy was. He worked. He sold, um, besides his barbecue sauce, he also had some chicken salad. I don't know if any of y'all, some of my friends, I know Justice is in the comments. Justice can tell y'all about how fine that chicken salad was because he smoked the chicken. A lot of y'all used to, your mama boiling that chicken for about overnight for a chicken salad. No, Big Daddy smoked that chicken, and he had his own recipe, which I do have, and I have not attempted it yet. Because I emotionally, I have not been ready, but I'm going to attempt this chicken salad, y'all. But that chicken salad was on point. And I mean on point. And it had been a lot of times, Granny thought I was bringing him money for the chicken salad, but he was giving it to me for free. But that was that was between me and him. That it had nothing to do with nobody else. So beginning of January, y'all, um, he caught COVID. Him, uh, my father also works with him. And a few other people that worked with them in the city of Memphis, police department where they worked, they caught COVID. Uh, by then, you know, uh, it's January. So I'm not thinking too seriously on it. I'm just thinking, okay, he's going to have to sit out for two weeks. You know, he does have symptoms, but he's just going to have to sit at home for two weeks. You know, uh, my grandmother got tested and she ended up testing negative, which is still weird. But since he was positive and she was in the home, I believe, you know, once you over a certain age, they give some type of treatment or something for it at the time. January, um, we've made advancements, you know, by now to December. Y'all, I didn't think anything of it, y'all. So by the second week, nothing was getting better. And, uh, I was at work one night and my grandmother called me to tell me that, uh, big daddy wasn't breathing right. So at that point, uh, she caught the ambulance and got him rushed to the hospital. So, um, at that point, uh, he spent some time in the hospital and it was just back and forth y'all. So I, I would call him we could call him and talk to him on the phone. He'll FaceTime us. Even I really didn't like to FaceTime him cause I, I didn't want to see him in the hospital bed, but I'll call him on the phone. Uh, he'll text us and stuff like that. But at one point, um, the condition that he was in didn't get better. So at the point that the condition that he was in didn't get better, um, he ended up going into a coma. So, uh, at that point I kind of started to mentally and emotionally prepare myself just because I know y'all life, life is not like those movies we see in those movies. we see people be on comas one, two years and come out of it and stuff. That's not always the case in real life. In real life, sometimes you cannot recover. And this was just a situation that he couldn't recover from. And so uh, Big Data passed on February 5th this year. Um, So it was a very, very weird time for my family just because I started seeing things that I never saw. Uh, I've never seen my grandmother lose her strength. I've never seen that. Uh, I've never seen her move the way she's moved. And I'm not saying she's moving weird or nothing like that, but I've just never seen her in her grief. You know what I mean? I've always seen us happy and being abound in love and being joyful. And I come from a, a family of encouragers and intercessors. So when the intercessors need intercessing, what do you do? You know, even myself, I was in a very, very weird space at the beginning of the year. I was angry. I was angry. I was confused. I was hurt. It was just a lot that was going on with this situation. So I'm just thankful that I have certain pieces of him to take with me. And there are certain things that I can teach my nieces and my nephews that he taught me and my brother and my cousin, Lil Anthony and my cousin, Brandaris, it's just certain things that he taught us as men that, that I can teach to the, you know, to the men and the other generation coming up. But if it's one thing that he taught me, it was how to walk in love and how to walk in joy and how to have the, the true essence and the true spirit of God, which is love, which is peace, which is joy, which is happiness. It's, it's not thumping people with a Bible, telling them, you're sinning, you're wrong, you're doing this. It's walking around and being a loving, kind person. Those are the things that I can take, you know, to the grave with me. And I'm thankful for that, y'all. So that happened in the beginning of my year. Hey, Kiki, um, maybe about in the end of June, I transferred my job and I now live in Dallas, Texas. Um, and I kept this shit on the wraps. I had been planning my move, y'all, for a few months. I just didn't say anything. The people who needed to know, they knew. And the ones who didn't need to know, they didn't know. <laughs> so I hard ass, and it seems like with the things that have been going on in Memphis in the last month, I hard ass in perfect fucking timing. But I hard ass, y'all. It was just time for me to go. I had been... I am screaming, y'all. <clears throat> I had been wanting to leave Memphis since I moved my ass back to Memphis in June of 2016, y'all. So <laughs> let me just say that weight that has been on my shoulders, it has lifted, it is gone, it is away. <laughs> because when I went to school, I literally said, I'm not going back to Memphis, what I'm going back for? What what is the purpose of me going back to Memphis? I did not want to go back, y'all. And when I moved back, y'all, it was like a level of depression that I had. And I know it was a level of depression because I was trapping my friends out. I had them out in the streets every single night. We getting drunk. We doing this and we doing that. And y'all, I was coping. I was coping. I was coping, moving back home. I was coping, dropping out of school. I was coping. And then after I dropped out of school, a few months later, uh, my sister got murdered. So that in itself threw me for a loop, y'all. And it was just a level of anxiety and depression that I had to fight and push myself through. And once I pushed myself through that situation, I learned that a lot of things that I ran from, a lot of childhood traumas that I wanted to avoid that I never fully worked through, they still existed. I just moved them to the, to the side. I pushed them back and I kept it moving when I uh, left home to go to school. So it was actually a blessing in the long run that I moved back home. Uh, it, it helped me more than it hindered me. I will say that. And it actually was great to be around my family again. Great to, uh, Great to learn my family as an adult and great for my family to learn me as an adult just because they didn't see me from 18 to well, 17 rather to 21. So it was a lot of transitions that I went through emotionally and mentally that my family didn't get to see me through. So it was kind of a blessing for me to move back home. But I'm one of the type of people that once it's time to move, move. Because, and that's with anything you do, y'all. That's not moving locations and cities, that's with jobs, relationships, friendships. When it is time to move, you must move. Or be ye moved. If you don't move, life is going to move you herself. If you don't get rid of those toxic people, life is going to bring some situations to remove those toxic people from you herself. Or you will be destroyed. From the inside out So I know When it is my time to move on It's my time to move on And it was my time to move on from Memphis So Kiki This is what I'm recording on I know you can see that comment Excuse the little dust I uh, wasted some hookah ash on it This is in the same closet where my hookah is But yes this is what I'm recording on Uh, I'll send you the site Text me, friend, because I saw you been on my mind. Text me. I'll send you the site that I bought it from. But, y'all, when it is time to move, you better move. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing worse than when God had to move you himself because he going to shake some things up and he going to shake some things that don't want to be shook. (laughs) I'm laughing, but you better hear what I say. When it's time to move, your ass better get up and you better move, man. So mm so July first I moved my ass down here to Dallas Texas y'all it has been a major transition y'all it has taught me patience he has taught me patience uh major patience major patience and <laughs> i think i I think that's been my journey for the last five months living here has been patience y'all so Let me put y'all a little bit in my personal biz, y'all. So, hold on. I got you, boo. Message me. I know you see that comment I just put on the screen. So, y'all transferring here. I kept my job. And uh, I don't know if a lot of you know, I'm a manager for a company, which I shall not say. Because I don't want all y'all in my business. But I have, for one, besides this company I've been with, I've been with them, it'll be three years in February. February. But besides that, I have been in management for about six years now. So if it's one thing I know how to do is I know how to run a business. I know how to handle my business and I know how to organize a team, y'all. So I was going from a store uh, in Memphis. And that store that I work for in Memphis made maybe about $20,000 short of a million every month. So I'm used to a high sales volume. And I'm used to working with a large staff. So transferred out here within my company. And I started working at a store with a a monthly sales volume of about 300,000, 400,000. That is a major jump. That is more than $500,000 in sales a month. What they did on a Saturday, Sunday in sales I would probably see in my old location that I worked in Memphis, I would see that on a slow night, like a Tuesday night, a Thursday night. And, and maybe not even to that gravity, it'd probably still be a little bit more. So I'm used to, um, working in a larger sales volume and I'm used to uh, operating with a larger team and leading and managing a larger team. So that transition out here was, was fucking horrible. And not to down talk about anybody else. Because that's not the type of person I am. I wish people well and I wish people blessings in their endeavors and everything that they do, but make sure that you do things right and make sure that you treat folks right. Because when you don't treat freaks, treat folks right, this shit is going to bite you in your ass. What you do and how you do it is going to determine the karma that you do receive. So watch how you treat people because you really don't know who you fooling with. Because like I said, I know I have the gift of being an intercessor. I am a manifestation master. The things I manifest and I pray for, I get. And in this situation of me moving out here and working with those people that I just had the displeasure of working with. uh, It also taught me how to tap into my own manifestation and to be specific, y'all what you ask for it shall be given unto you but in learning in me getting what I ask for I'm learning how to be specific let me tell y'all this you can say God I wanna I wanna I wanna be with somebody who Matches my energy Someone who take care of their responsibilities As much as I do Somebody who has the initiative to pay their bills on time To go further in life And God will give you exactly that But when he gives you exactly that That person are going to have certain faults Certain traits And certain What's the word I'm looking for? Certain, no, no, I'm going to go ahead Certain flaws and certain traits That you don't necessarily agree with And certain things you can look past, but there are certain things that are going to irk you to your core that you cannot look past those things. Those are the specifics that you have to put when you're manifesting and when you're praying. God, I do want this, but make sure when I get this that it doesn't come with this. So while I said, Lord, I do want to relocate, I do want to leave Memphis, I do want to get out of here. And I do want to transfer my job, so I don't, want to, I don't want to have the the hassle of trying to find a new job on top of moving and doing all the things that come with me moving. So, boom, he gave it. But I wasn't specific on what I wanted. I wasn't specific that I wanted to be in the same type of environment where I could grow as an individual in myself, and I can also have the same type of rapport that I've had in my company. I didn't answer those things, y'all. So I was placed in a situation where I wasn't valued, I wasn't appreciated, and um, a place where there wasn't a trust factor between me and members of my team. And, and by mean a trust factor, I mean people who knew that I knew how to do my job and people who knew that I knew how to organize Um, Our team And I knew how to run our business On the day to day I wasn't with people who trusted me in that And I also wasn't with people Who had my best interests at heart Because those people have talked about me Behind my back To other people Who work at other stores Who don't even know me But let me tell y'all about God y'all So In these situations With me dealing with these These trifling people Because I'm, I'm gonna call them what they are They're trifling With these trifling, backbiting, backstabbing people who have horrible communication, who did not make me feel welcome with me moving six and a half hours away from everything that I have known for the last 27 years. The things that they complained about put me in a better place, y'all. So it was a situation with another manager at another store and... My District boss He Saw the need for us to make a switch Because I was having problems with my management team in that store And He was having problems But he is a problem But we ain't gonna talk about that But unbeknownst to him I was seeking other employment y'all. One thing about me My resume is always up to date And I was actively seeking other appointment. I was already applying to jobs. I was already getting called backs, email backs. Uh, And I also was doing things. I was starting to put money in certain places uh, because I'm like, maybe it's time for me to start a business right now. Maybe the timeline that I gave myself was uh, too far away. Maybe God wants me to do something short term. So he made the swap. Y'all, that swap was two and a half weeks ago. I spoke with him yesterday, and we walked the entire store, everything. We looked at our numbers, and my district manager said that he could tell just the difference of me just being there in two weeks' time over situations that have been going on for months. But also unbeknownst to him, I have also developed a relationship with my co-worker oh uh, that i didn't have with the one that i had at the other location that now i know la mama was talking shit about me uh now we've developed a relationship and she said ruben now that i i kind of know you oh, i said my real name on her i don't do that uh she said now that i know you a little bit better and i know your personality a little bit better i feel comfortable telling you this because i know it'll stay between me and you and you probably observed these things Because when you first got over here, I gave you some advice and told you to watch more than you listen. And remember that, y'all, that are watching this right now, watch before you listen, okay? You can hear things, people say things, but what do they show you? And what do not also what do they show you, but what do you see? If you do not have discernment, you need to ask for it. Write that in your journal. I want, I want discernment. I want discernment. I want discernment. You need to know more than what you hear. And sometimes you have to know more than what you even see. You have to feel certain things and be able to effectively put two and two together and make sure that it equals four. So, With me speaking to him yesterday and him saying he could tell the difference, he said, you know what? I think you'll be a better fit over here. Effective today right now, I'm keeping you over here. I don't have no rebuttal because, y'all, my spirit has been so clear the last two weeks since I've been there. It was so bad, y'all. I was taking work home with me. And the stresses of work was going home with me. And everybody know I keep work and home separate. I don't bring my job at home and it's so bad because <laughs> so, I'm in mean, management. People call me be like, Hey, I need help with this. And I'd be like, okay, what you need? What's going on? Hey, you do this, 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 even my employees from back in Memphis still call me for help. <laughs> One text me yesterday. Matter of fact. So, but even in doing that, I still keep working home separately. It does not come home with me y'all. So it got to the point work has started coming home with me. And for me, that's not good, I'm not doing that, y'all, so he was like, effective today, you're here, I'm gonna go ahead, and get all your information, ported over to this location, and y'all, I just feel blessed, because for one, a nigga been getting overtime again, like I like to get, I don't like working 40 hours, I do 50 and up, and I still have time to play and have fun, but y'all, I'm just so happy that I feel valued and appreciated again, even though I know my time is coming near with working for somebody else, because I gave myself three to five years, and like I said earlier, y'all, it'll be three years in February, so I gave myself three to five years, and I'm I'm nearing the end, y'all, and I'm just thankful that I can at least near the end on a good note, because I do believe everything in life is temporary, but I don't believe in ending temporary things on a bad note. I like to end things on a light note. Anything that I end on a bad note, it bothers me in it. It irritates me y'all. That's why I know I'm, I'm truly, even though I've had a lot of ratchet ass situations, I know I'm a lover and I'm not a fighter because any times where I've had to end a situation, being a fighter it's bothered me. And I'd be like, damn, why did I do that? Damn? Why did I act like that? Damn? That's not me. I let my anger get the best of me. But when I can end a note on love, like, Hey, I'm washing my hands with this. This isn't going to work, but I love you. But I don't want you away. Uh, well, I don't want you near me. I don't want this situation with me. I don't want this job to be with me. I don't want this uh this marriage to be with me. I don't want this relationship to be with me, y'all. I like to end those types of things on love. I don't like to end things on bad energy because once you ended on love and you have a clear mind and a clear spirit and you forgiving yourself, it's washed away, y'all, and it's clean. So, uh, I've been talking for 30 minutes, y'all, but I want to talk about one more thing because like I said, I ain't recorded an episode since January. So I'm going to give y'all a a little bit close to an hour because I feel like y'all deserve this. But let me talk about this as well. So one thing that I have gained in 2021, y'all, is I have gained the meaning of forgiveness. And the meaning of true forgiveness, y'all. So, in going back to my grandfather, y'all, W.L. Taylor is not my biological grandfather on my mother's side. Uh, And that's what made him even more special to me because of how much he loved us. And he he didn't, by blood, belong to us. You know, my dad and, and Big Daddy worked together. And my father actually introduced Big Daddy to my grandmother. And a lot of y'all who personally, personally know me know the struggles that I've had with my father. And it was weird because the day the day we went to say our goodbyes at the hospital is St. Francis on Highway 64, as soon as everything transpired and everything happened, the first person I called when I left out the hospital was my dad. And it was my dad. And it was so weird to me because I was like, why did I call him first? Like I never I never cho- choose Elder Harris to call first, you know. So I called my dad first, and we talked, and my dad, you know, being a longtime co worker of of him for 30 years and, and a friend, he was at the funeral. He was at the the wake he was at the burial. uh my dad was there through every step of the way, y'all. And I, I had to call him and I said, dad, I appreciate you for the spirit that you have and the discernment that you have and the calling that you have on your life, because you probably didn't know that your small act of kindness, knowing that he was a good man. My grandmother was a good woman and introducing them to each other you didn't know the love that they would share to each other and the love that they would share to their children and to their grandchildren and the family that they blended together and how powerful their family was that you know you blended together just by one simple act of obedience and one simple act of of kindness that you have you didn't understand the gravity of what they did. And I said, dad, I don't want to discredit anything that you, you didn't do. And I don't want to, I don't want to beat you up for your mistakes anymore. I don't want to do that anymore, but any place where you fell short, he picked up and you may not have known that he did that. And you may not have known just you introducing him to granny was going to do that for your child, your only son. And, He was just like wow He was like He was like I didn't think of it like that But he was like You know Getting to know WL He was like He was a real good man A hard working man And he was like uh, He loved family And he was like Your grandmother was A a real good woman And he know Um I knew they were both single So he was like I just you know I did what I felt Was right at the time And he was like He was like I appreciate you For saying that And um my dad actually goes and sees and checks on my grandmother here and there y'all. <laughs> but my grandmother said she tired of him cuz he a big crybaby. <laughs> cuz she said they had to clean out his office at work and she's like my dad was just bawling his eyes crying like a baby. Not to put him out there, but y'all y'all know my dad is just a loving person. But y'all that situation helped me forgive my dad y'all and I've been uh talking to my uh one of my older sisters Skylar And Skylar has been like on a, has been on a healing journey for a few years. And she leaves me with a lot of gems, y'all. But last month when I went to Atlanta, we went to our oldest sister, Myesha's house for Thanksgiving, like we do every year. And it was so many conversations and so many things geared around healing and forgiveness that I feel better. When I say I feel better, yeah, I feel better. I don't care about the past. I don't care about what happened. I don't care about what what hurt me when I was seven years old anymore. I don't care about what he didn't do. I don't care about those times where I counted on him. He didn't show up. I, I don't I don't care about nothing in the past, y'all. I love my parents. I love my family. And Even though there are certain family members, I know I can't deal with you on a day-to-day basis, but I still love you. I'm still praying for you. And when it comes down to my father, y'all, I call him. I text him through the week. I just say, hey, how you doing? Uh, I know you got to work tonight. Um, Be safe traveling to work. You know, it's a lot going on in Memphis. And you may not know it, but you 63. Negro, you 63. Okay. So (laughs) I try to, uh, I keep up with them y'all and I I be talking to them and it's just, my heart is just so full y'all and it's getting better y'all and if I can leave anything with y'all on this episode that I'm doing as a life update y'all, find your healing and walk in it. When you, get, when you get to a place where you know that you're healing yourself from situations that you've had to overcome from years ago, y'all, let those things go. Forgive people. And not only forgive and forget, because forget doesn't mean forgetting that the situation happened. Forget means we can refresh and start anew. And we can walk in restoration And get to know each other where we are now Because y'all, once we start Once we stop looking at our parents like they're superheroes And look at them as human adults That were young like we are right now We'll understand why they made some of the mistakes that they made Because they didn't know We don't know We're adults learning new things every day About ourselves About how we are as people And about how to live and survive And be independent adults So we have to look at them like You made mistakes because You are who I am now I'm becoming who you are But I can take the initiative To heal So that the next generation Doesn't have to And I can teach them How to learn Go through move on heal and push further towards their purpose y'all so that has been my life update for 2021 um this has just been an amazing episode y'all uh I did get a little emotional in the beginning I apologize but that's why I said I have had a hell of a year but I have learned so much about me and I can look in the mirror and say damn I know you I I really 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 know you y'all And that's important y'all Especially in adulthood y'all That is important So make sure that you love yourself And that you take care of yourself So if you are listening to this On any podcast streaming service You can find me on Facebook At Ray Rich You spell that R-A-Y space R-I-C-H You can also follow me on Instagram If you are watching live right now You're seeing my Instagram name down below my instagram name is the king ray rich my name on twitter is the king ray rich and my name on snapchat is king ray rich y'all so oh and follow me on fucking tiktok yes please follow me on tiktok y'all my tiktok is the king ray rich just like my instagram and just like my twitter y'all please 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 y'all tiktok is fun tiktok is fun I wasn't getting into a little TikTok at first, but I like TikTok, y'all. It has brought the fun back to social media, y'all. Because that's what it's about, y'all. We're supposed to have fun, and we're supposed to live. If it's anything I want all of us to start doing in 2022 again, it's live. We have been in this struggle. We have been in this famine, and we have been in this fear for the last two years. But in 2022, the the seeds that you have sown Will reap a harvest in due season And I pray due season Is January 1st, 2022 to 1231, 2022, y'all So, y'all stay blessed And stay empowered And stay in love And I love y'all It's King Ray Rich I'm out